Welcome back, everybody, to another new series. This series is going to rock your world. I'm telling you, last series was awesome. I covered the three sins that will destroy your life if you don't get rid of them, and it was powerful. People's lives were changed. I know people were really touched by last week's messages. But the best part is that with God, things don't get worse. Things only get better. God's a God of increase. He's a God of glory to glory, a God of strength to strength, of mountaintop to mountaintop. You know, it says in Deuteronomy 28, if you'll obey the voice of the Lord, then all of these blessings will overtake you. See, God's blessings overtake you. And one of the blessings is that you'll always be the head and never the tail. When you understand how faith works, it puts you in a position to always be the head in life. To always be on top, never be below. Where your enemies might come against you one way, but they'll flee from you seven different ways. That's the power of faith in your life. And in last week's series, the last session that I did, I covered unbelief. The sin of unbelief. So I told you what unbelief was and how it was contrast to a spirit of faith. So now that you know how to identify and get rid of unbelief in your life, now we're going to tap into how to access faith, how to increase in faith, what faith is, and how to get it to work for you. God's word is accessed by faith. It's not written by faith. It's accessed by faith. And that's crucial for people to understand. A lot of people think the Bible was written off of faith. It wasn't written off of faith. It was divinely inspired by the Spirit of God, written about facts. We just receive the facts by our faith. Amen. Amen. Uh, I had an, an announcement to make. Oh, yeah. Christmas presents. I already mentioned this on Instagram. But if you're watching on YouTube right now and you haven't already joined to uh, win yourself a free pair of AirPods, I highly recommend you do it now. If you're not already following me on Instagram, go check me out on Instagram at taylin.michael. And when you find me on Instagram at taylin.michael, Go find my favorite video, or your favorite video of me, I should say. The one that's impacted you the most, that you've had the most fun in, or the one that spoke to you the most. Put it on your Instagram story, tag me in it, and tag three friends in it. And your name will be added to a bucket of people who have a chance of winning some free AirPods. And I'm going to give away Christmas presents every week. So if you don't get one this week, you have a chance to get one next week. Or the next week, all the way until Christmas. So make sure that you do that. Well, let's get right into it. Go ahead, open your Bibles with me. And we're going to go to Hebrews chapter 11. Today, on the series of Faith That Moves Mountains, part one is what is faith? See, in order to understand faith and get faith to work for you, you must have a revelation of what faith is. Now, last week we covered what unbelief is. And now that you know what unbelief is, you must uncover what faith is. And when you get what faith is, you'll learn how to flow in it and how to get it to work for you. You know, Brother Hagen said back in the day, he said, faith, simply put, is believing God at his word. I want you to type this in the comments wherever you're at. Say, I will believe God at his word. <clears throat> I will believe God at his word. Hey, James. My brother on uh, YouTube, Yvette on YouTube, good to see you, God bless you. Enjoy the Christmas vibes. I will believe God at his word. 
<clears throat> Paul told Timothy, these are the, just the, the divinely inspired scripture breathed out of the mouth of God. Which means if they came straight from the mouth of God, think about John chapter 1. It says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. In verse 14 it says, the word became flesh. Jesus Christ is the living word of God. Jesus Christ is not faith, he is fact. We receive Jesus Christ and his word by our faith. <clears throat> so faith is simply believing God at his word. What that means is that no matter what your experience looks like, we walk by faith and not by sight. That's what 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says. Paul said, no matter your experience, you walk by faith and you do not walk by sight. So if you believe the word of God, it says that Aunt Sally can be healed and you haven't seen her healed yet. Just because she hasn't been healed yet, doesn't mean it's not God's will for her to be healed. Do not ever put your experience above God's word. Oftentimes, people fall into this trap of putting their experience above the Word of God. And they end up in this never-ending spiral downward of constantly believing their experience over the Word of God. And when people get stuck in that trap, what happens is that they enter into unbelief. Suddenly, nothing in the Word of God is available for today. And you'll get people that will constantly say, that ended when the apostles died. That ended after the church age. That ended whatever it was. They'll, they'll just constantly make excuses as to why God doesn't work in that way anymore. But when you choose to live by a spirit of faith and you walk by God's word and not by sight, you'll never have an issue seeing God's word come to pass in your life. <clears throat> so let's read it. Hebrews 11, starting in verse 1. Now faith is, I want you to highlight those three words. Now, faith is. Type it in the comments with me. Now, faith is. <clears throat> faith is now. It says now faith is. Faith is not behind you. Faith is not in front of you. That's called hope. Faith is now. Faith is current, present, happening right now. Faith, now faith is. It is the hope or the substance of things hoped for. The ESV says the assurance of things hoped for. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The conviction or the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Highlight that. Let's start there. Now faith is. And what is it? The substance of things hoped for. What is the hope? The Bible says it's Jesus Christ in you, the hope of glory. The living word in you is the substance of the things that you hope for. It's called revelation knowledge. The Bible says faith in Romans chapter 10 verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing. But that second hearing actually means understanding, meditating. Get Like the Bible says, get wisdom and with all you're getting, get understanding. So faith comes by hearing and understanding the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Hearing and understanding the word of God. When God's word gets into your ears and it gets into your heart, it creates what's called revelation knowledge. 
which is the substance, revelation knowledge is a substance in your spirit of the things that you hope for, the promises of God, Jesus Christ, the hope of glory. And then it says it is the evidence of things not seen. I want you to type this in the comments. Say, well, see, I don't want you to have to type the whole thing. I mean, just have them wearing out their fingers typing all day. Just say this. Faith accesses what I don't see. Faith accesses what I don't see. Hey, Kenzie, good to see you. Jane Choi on YouTube, hello. God bless you. Faith accesses what I don't see. It doesn't say it accesses what doesn't exist. Faith is the evidence of things you just don't see. So by your faith, you access your inheritance that is in the spirit by the blood of Jesus. And it pulls that inheritance into this natural realm. Remember when Jesus told the disciples how to pray. He said, this is how you pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. What is the kingdom of God? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. What's his will? His word. On earth as it is in heaven. As it is in the heavenly realms. Your faith through your prayer, through your believing and your speaking, pulls what's in the spirit into your natural life. So you access God's word by faith, by believing it, by praying it, by speaking it, by declaring it through the spirit into your natural life. So whatever circumstance you're in, it might seem like there's a mountain in front of your life. It might seem like there's a giant in front of your life. But what did David do when Goliath stood in front of him? It said he looked Goliath in the eye and he said, You can be sure that today my God will deliver you into my hands. And he went, took him out, chopped off his head. He believed and he spoke God's word, the word of the Lord, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. He knew his God. He believed God at his word. God said that I will fight your battles for you. David knew the word of God. So now faith is the substance of the things you hope for and the evidence of the things you just cannot see. But it says in Romans chapter 5, verse 17, that faith calls those things which are not as though they are. The same way how God in the beginning called those things which were not as though they were. The God kind of faith. You know, Reinhard Bonnke, once said that he was praying. And as he was praying, the Lord spoke to him and he said, Reinhardt, my word in your mouth is just as powerful as my word in my mouth because it's still God's word. When God's word is in your mouth and it leaves your mouth, you speak it and declare it. The Bible says in Ephesians 6, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. God's word in, uh, in Hebrews 4.12 says that it will pierce between soul and spirit bone and marrow the sword of the word in, in uh, ephesians 6 sharper than a two-edged sword in hebrews 4 12 god's word in your mouth when it leaves your mouth is just as powerful as god's word in his mouth well what was the power of god's word in his mouth spoken with the god kind of faith it says that he spoke the world into existence 
God's word brings, when it's in your heart and in your mouth and leaves your mouth, it brings God's will to pass in your life. I want you to type this in the comments. God's word is God's will. All right, let's keep reading. That was one verse. <laughs> We're going to read through verse 12. Verse 2. For by it, the people of old received their commendation. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. What is seen is not made out of things that are visible. That's what God's faith does. Verse 4, by faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous, God commending him by accepting his gifts. And through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death, and he was not found, because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. Now get this, verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists, and he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Two things, three things actually. One, it's impossible, not hard, not difficult, impossible to please God without faith. Anything done outside of faith is displeasing to God. However, anything done in faith is extremely pleasing to God. And it moves the heart of God. And God will show himself strong on your behalf when you act in faith. The entire chapter of Hebrews 11 is called the Hall of Faith, like the Hall of Fame. It's all about characters in the Bible that although they didn't get everything right, they acted on faith. They believed God's word. If he said they could take the promised land, they would get the promised land. If he said, if he said that a, a good sacrifice would move his heart, they would give a good sacrifice like Abel did. If he said that at 100 years old, Abraham, Abram at the time, and Sarah could have a baby, they believed God at his word. All of Hebrews 11 is a chapter of characters in the Bible that believed God simply at his word, and they spoke it, and they walked until it came to pass. And it said that it pleased God. And look at the results of their lives. Abraham, richest man on the planet as he was alive, had an army of 300 men. The Bible says he, he became a mighty nation by the grace of God. Had his own currency. Had his own wells. Amen. Let's keep reading. Uh, verse 7. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes from faith. Faith equals righteousness. The word righteousness is just right standing with God. Well, I shouldn't say just right standing with God. It's right standing with God. The Bible says that by faith in Christ, you become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are the righteousness of God by your faith in Jesus Christ. 
meaning you can come boldly before the throne of grace in time of need. You can look God. You can look right on the throne of God for grace with all boldness, all authority, and expect God's hand to move in your life. That's what faith does. That's how much faith pleases God. You're going to be somebody that pleases God. You're going to get something from these teachings this week that you're going to realize that faith really does move mountains. The revelation you're going to receive this week is going to cause doors to open in your life that you've been praying for them to open for months, even years. Those things that have been holding back friends and family members in your lives from getting saved, because of this revelation you're going to get this week, you're going to watch these things come to pass. Because you're going to stand on God's word. You're going to believe it. You're going to speak it. And you're going to watch it move mountains in your life. If you receive it, type amen in the comments. Verse 8. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was, re that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that had its foundations, whose designer and builder is God. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, and him as good as dead, were born descendants, as many as the stars of heaven, and as many as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. So you read just story after story after story of what faith will do in your life. These are the things I want you to write down right now. Six things out of Hebrews 11 that you'll see how faith moves the heart of God and how faith is your answer to receiving from God. Not only does, does God is God moved by your faith, God responds to your faith. So when you move in faith, God actually responds to your faith. What else could you ask for? Number one, faith is the substance of revelation knowledge, of things hoped for. Number two, it's the evidence of things that are in the spirit. So you have access to the substance of revelation knowledge, and then you have access to implementing the things in the Spirit into your life. And I'm going to walk you through the four key ingredients of how to get God's Word inside of you and out of your mouth to get God's promises to overtake you. Number three, the worlds were formed by the Word. I want you to understand that. Everything you see was formed by God's word, by God speaking. Number four, faith is an acceptable sacrifice. So faith has sacrifice. And it's actually a worship to the Lord. It says that Abel worshiped God in faith by bringing a better sacrifice, a better offering to the Lord than Cain did. So in your, in your offerings, in your giving, financial giving, by faith, you actually move the heart of God to please God in such a manner as Abel did by bringing a faith offering to God. Number five, 
Faith conquers death. The Bible says that Enoch was taken up by faith. When you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you don't see death. You simply put off incorruptible and put on or put off corruptible and put on incorruptible. You move from this life to the glorious inheritance of the saints. Faith conquers death. And number six, most importantly, faith pleases God. John Stafford, my friend, Alexandria, DG, Oksana. Good to see you on YouTube. I love you guys. Number six, faith pleases God. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. But you must believe, one, He is the God who He says He is, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that He is the God of His Word. And number two, that He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Why is it important for you to know God's a rewarder? Because if you don't believe God's a rewarder, your faith will never work for you. You can believe God is the God of the Bible. But if you never believe that he's willing to reward you for seeking him, then you'll never receive his promises. But the Bible says that all of his promises are yes and in Christ. Amen. So you must believe that his promises are true, but that he's also looking to reward you for diligently seeking them out. Amen. Amen. All right. Here's the four key ingredients of faith. How do you get faith? How do you walk in faith? And we're going to go deep into these ingredients throughout the week. But I'm going to give you a bird's eye view of these four ingredients of faith. Write these down and begin implementing them today. And you will watch God move mountains in your life. When I began to understand and receive revelation of how faith works, I implemented the spirit of faith into my giving, my financial giving. And I saw financial breakthrough like crazy. I've gone glory to glory in my finances when I began implementing faith into everything that I did financially. Faith is how you receive healing. Look at the woman with the issue of blood or Acts chapter 14 in Lystra, verse 8, when Paul's preaching the gospel and a paraplegic man gets up on his feet by faith. When you understand how faith works and you begin functioning in a spirit of faith, nothing will stop you. Because when you're moving with God, in the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, you are unstoppable. So here's the four ingredients of faith. Number one, faith comes by hearing and understanding. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Write that down and highlight it in your Bible. Go with me to Romans chapter 10. Oh, I feel it even now. You can just feel when you talk about faith. How faith just stirs people up to do the impossible. You think about David. It says that there was a bear and a lion that came to attack the sheep that David was shepherding. But by faith, he knew his God was with him. And by faith in God, he took down a lion with his bare hands. He took down a bear with his bare hands. He took down a giant with a slingshot. He became the king of a mighty nation. He led God's people. You see, when a spirit of faith 
comes onto a man or a woman of God that they become unstoppable. Now I want to read something to you quickly. As you are looking for Romans 10, I'm going to read to you out of 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and what it says about the spirit of faith, which we'll dive more into this week. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. Since we have the same spirit of faith according to what has been written by David, it's, it quotes the psalm here, I believed and so I spoke. We also believe and so we also speak. The spirit of faith believes God's word and speaks God's word. Romans 10, starting in verse 5. For Moses writes about the righteousness that is based on the law, that the person who does the commandments shall live by them. But the righteousness based on faith says, Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word, God's word, is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your heart, or I'm sorry, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses unto salvation. With the heart, one believes God's word and is justified in God's word. And with the mouth, one confesses God's word into existence. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, you're saved by grace through faith. Faith is the avenue to access the grace of God. I want you to write that in the comments. The spirit of faith is the avenue to access the grace of God. What is God's grace? His power. See, grace is free, but it'll still cost you faith. That's what people don't get. Grace is free, but the doorway to it is faith. Faith is the avenue with which you access the grace of God. So number one, in Romans 10, 17, it says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Continuous hearing, continual meditation, focusing on God's word. Number two, believing, the second ingredient of faith. It says that when you believe in your heart, you're justified. You got to hear God's word. You got to believe God's word. And then you got to speak God's word. Number three, speaking. Hearing, believing. Number three, speaking. The third ingredient of faith. But here's where a lot of people miss it. Number four, acting. Living faith. So you've got to hear God's word to have faith to believe and receive a promise that is in God's word. That's why it says in Romans 10 here, it says, let, let's read it here. Go to Romans chapter 10, verse 14. Well, let's go to verse 13. 
For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they've never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So the Bible says, how can somebody believe the gospel if they don't hear the gospel? How can they hear the gospel if somebody doesn't preach it to them? How can they preach it to them if somebody doesn't send a preacher? That's why people do what I'm doing right now. That's why I am called to preach the gospel. To get the word of God out there on social media, in person, wherever you can, however you can. You get the word out. And when you get the word out, faith comes by hearing and hearing. And then they believe the word. And when you believe the word, it begins to depart from your mouth. If you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. So faith has a third ingredient of confession. And then that fourth ingredient is walking it out. Acting. Acting out the word that has been in your heart created a substance of revelation knowledge of what you hope for and then left your mouth to bring those things which are unseen into the natural realm. We call them fruit. The fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of your labor. Go to Mark chapter 5, and we'll read a perfect story of walking out what you've heard, believed, and then eventually see. Mark chapter 5. Verse 25. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years, and who had suffered much under many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was no better, rather she grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. I want you to highlight verse 27. It says, she. so she had a problem that she needed fixing and she had heard the reports about Jesus. Highlight that. Understand how faith is seen in this story. She had heard the reports about Jesus. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Heard the reports about Jesus, and she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up, and she felt it in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Her faith that came from hearing the report of Jesus and believing his ability to make her whole led to her speaking, and she said, I know if I touch the hem of his garment, 
I'll be made well. And when she acted on her words, she was healed immediately. And Jesus said, your faith has made you well. What area is in your life right now that you know the report of God's word? Maybe it's your finances, and your finances have not been where they are today. But you know the report of God's word, that it says in Malachi chapter 3, starting in verse 8, that you're a tither and an offering bringer. That if you bring your tithes and offerings to the storehouse, God will rebuke the devourer for your sake. He'll bless your money, open the windows of heaven, and pour out a blessing so heavy, so mighty, that you don't have enough room to store it. And then you act on it with your financial giving, by your tithing and your offering. Maybe you need healing in your body and you know the good report of God's word that it says in Acts chapter 10 verse 38, Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power to go around doing good and healing all that were oppressed and they were oppressed by who? The devil. It says that he was anointed to go around healing all that were oppressed by the devil. You believe God's word. You speak, I know he'll make me whole right now by his word. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore and you act on it and you speak it, and it'll come to pass in your life. That's how faith works. You hear the report, you hear God's word, you believe it in your heart, you confess it, and you act on it. You've got to have the action. That woman, she could have heard the report of Jesus. She could have believed it. She could have even spoken it. But if she would have never acted on that faith, she would have never seen her result. I have a feeling, those of you that are on here right now, you're going to be people that believe God's word, speak God's word, and act on God's word, and you're going to watch God's word work in your life. Type this in the comments for me on Instagram, on TikTok, and on YouTube. I want you to say, I will work the word. I will work the word. Well, praise God. That's our first message to kick off the week about faith, the spirit of faith. Remember, Kenneth Hagin said, faith is simply believing God at his word. When you believe God's word and you work God's word by hearing it, receiving it, believing it, speaking it, acting on it, you'll see it come to pass in your life. I'll share a cool story with you about one time what happened when I believed God's word and I spoke it and I acted on it and how it changed my life forever. There was a time where I needed financial breakthrough in my life and that financial breakthrough could only come from God. And I knew God's word said that if I sow as a cheerful giver, that I can believe for sometimes a hundredfold, a sixtyfold, a thirtyfold return on my sowing, that I could reap a mighty harvest. So I believed God at his word when I needed financial breakthrough. And I felt the Lord speak to me one day. He said, Talon, you know you need financial breakthrough in your life, but you have to loose your finances and sow them while believing, speaking, and acting on my word to see a response in faith. So I did it. And I had just over $500 to my name. And I gave $540 to this minister. And when I gave him this $540, it took all the faith that I had. But I believed God's word, I spoke on God's word, and I acted on it. And I said, thank you, Lord, as I sowed that financial seed. I said, thank you for a mighty harvest in Jesus' mighty name. Three days later, I had another preacher come up to me at a conference. 
And he said, I'm going to give you $12,000. That was a harvest of a seed that I had sown in faith. When you believe God's word, you speak it and you act on it, it will come to pass in your life in Jesus' mighty name. That's right. Rachel said, this has happened to me over and over again. God is true to his word. If you need healing in your body, if you need financial breakthrough, if you need a, a family member to get saved, if you need breakthrough in your prayer life, whatever it is, you believe God's word, you speak it, act on it, and you're going to watch it come to pass in your life. Hallelujah. What a great message. I love faith. I love talking about faith. I love getting in a spirit of faith. I'm going to give people an opportunity right now. If you've been blessed by this message tonight, to uh, sow financially into the ministry. On your screen on YouTube right now, you're going to see it pop up. And we're going to hang out for a little bit. You can ask me some questions and hang out with me while we give people an opportunity to give. I've made a decision that while people are giving, I'm going to start doing shout outs. So people that give financially, I've got another phone here. So I can see when people give financially and I can give you shout outs. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Just to say bless you and how much I love you and I appreciate your giving. Someone said, do you have PayPal? I do. As you can see in the comments right here, the PayPal for the ministry is Revival Way. But quickly, before I take an offering, I want to let you guys know where the finances are going. You can see on your screen how to give right now. And we have an awesome goal this christmas we're feeding 1000 kids revival way ministries is i don't have a zelly unfortunately but i have many other ways that you can sell we're going to feed a thousand kids this christmas with an organization called feed the hungry they're a nonprofit that feeds starving kids we feed 25 kids every month with them already but we're going to feed a thousand kids this christmas because uh because i want to because it's awesome amen so when you give financially, that's where your finances go, as well as if you're unfamiliar with this ministry, maybe it's your first time joining me, I want you to know, number one, we're so thankful for those of you that give. I genuinely love each and every single, every, each and every single one of our monthly partners, all of you that have given financially to this ministry, it moves my heart, it moves the heart of God, and it blesses you, of course, as we know that the word says so. And I want you to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. I have a heart to see Generation Z shaken by the power of God. You know that during COVID, suicide rates went up, depression went up, all these evil things plagued the world. But there's one thing that can flip that on its head. The Bible says in Genesis 50:20 that God takes what the enemy meant for evil and he flips it for good. I have a heart to see this generation and what the devil had planned for them flip for good. That we're going to see Generation Z shaken with the power of God. So if you're somebody that wants to join me in that mission, you can help me financially today with Revival Way Ministries. By giving through Venmo, through Cash App, through PayPal. Venmo is at Revival Way, just one word you can see on your screen on Instagram. Or if you're watching the replay, it'll be down in the description as well as on YouTube. If you're watching a replay, you can see on your screen or down in the description. Also, Cash App is dollar sign Revival Way. And PayPal is at Revival Way, just one word. And we got a question on Instagram. They said, how can I partner with you? If you're looking to partner with me, go to my website, revivalway.com and click partner financially today on the website. And we've got a great deal for those that partner with us. 
If you become a financial partner today, what I do is I send you my favorite book. It's the seven spiritual laws that you must honor to have uncommon success in life. It changed my life. It'll change your life. And if you become a monthly partner at $100 or more a month, I add you to a very special Zoom call every month and I teach you hidden secrets in evangelism and social media and we go into much deeper topics and it's a lot of fun. You don't want to miss those. So I encourage you become a monthly partner at $100 or more. And also, those of you that are giving, I always encourage people, be somebody that gives in faith. You just heard the word and the word said if you believe the message, you speak the message and you act on the message, God shows up. I shared my testimony about how God gave financial breakthrough in my life. He'll do it for you right now as well. So believe God big. Sow the biggest financial seed that you've ever sown before. For me at the time, it was $500. Some people, it's $5,000. Other people, it's $5. But find out what an honest sacrifice is to the kingdom of God and sow it today in faith and watch what God will do for you. You know, there's an old quote I heard that it's my job to get the word out. It's God's job to get the money in. And it's the same thing with you. As you bless the advancement of God's kingdom with your finances, God blesses you and he blesses your finances. So I'm going to give some time for people to sow financially today. And as you're giving, I'm just going to sit here and I'll give people some shout outs. And uh, do we have the Christmas music playing? Is there, is there music on the screen? Mm -hmm. Oh, we already got music playing. Praise God. I will sow my seed now, praying for my husband's visa. Amen. Release faith. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're going to keep the giving up on the screen right now. And I'm going to hang out with some people. Take time and sow financially quickly. And when you're done sowing, we're going to, well, we'll pray together. But I'll also take some questions if people have questions. Praise the Lord. How fun. That's right, Rachel. God's will, God's bill. Let me give some shout outs to people that are sowing financially. We're very blessed by you and I thank you so much for it. You can guarantee that as you help out the ministry financially right now, that God's going to do a mighty move in this generation. And he's going to do a mighty move in your life. Richard Wayman, I want to thank you. Richard Wayman sent in a $100 love offering, or a $700 love offering. Thank you so much, Richard. God bless you. I love you, my brother. And I'm so thankful to hear that these messages have been blessing you. Crystal sent in an offering. Thank you so much, Crystal. Bryce, thank you. Brittany Castillo, thank you. God bless you. Mercy. Eliza, or is it Eloisa? I'm sorry. Darion. Thank you. Raja, thank you. Samantha, thank you. Gabriel White, God bless you. Thank you for your love offering. Those of you that are helping out financially today, we bless you. We love you so much. Let me pray for those that are going to help us feed a thousand kids this Christmas. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I thank you for every person that's joining us right now, that's helping out the ministry financially. Let it be done unto them according to their faith. 
Thank you that your word says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, that as we give in joy, you make all grace and all sufficiency abound in every good work at all times and in all things. So Lord, I thank you that you multiply their seed today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Someone said, I've sowed my seed. Thank you, Shivani, for sowing as well. God bless you. Well, let's hang out for a little bit. Not in a big rush. Hi, Carla. Good to see you, Carla. Do you want to put the event picture up? Yeah. On YouTube, you can see right now on your screen, we have a New Year's revival. So originally, this New Year's revival, let's see if I can put it up on this screen. Our New Year's Revival was originally going to be three days. Now it's going to be uh, two days. It'll be Friday, December 31st. And then January 2nd, we'll have a meeting in the morning. Let's see. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> Is that working? There you go. So on the screen, it says three dates, but it's not three dates. Mackenzie McCoo, God bless you. Thank you for your gift. I love you very much. Very blessed by you. Thank you, Shivani, for partnering with us every month. December 31st, we got Revival. Hello, Kenzie. Let's see what else I can show you guys. This is fun. Oh, this will be nice. Check this out. I made this the other day. I could probably make a better one, but praise the Lord. Hey, ah, you can't really see my face, and I can't move that. Oh, well. There you go. There's the different ways you can sew on the screen on Instagram. Everybody that's sewing right now, giving people shout outs for sewing. Also, don't forget, if you want a chance to win some Apple AirPods, you know, I mean, Normally, I'm not that cheesy guy that's like, let's do something cheesy. But I'm doing something cheesy. And we're giving away these Apple AirPods. I'm going to give them away on Friday. That's when we'll do the draw. So if you want a chance to get these Apple AirPods, maybe you've just been believing God for AirPods. Well, this is how you can believe God for some AirPods. Make sure that you find your favorite live stream that we've done. And you post it on your Instagram story. You tag me in it. And then you tag three of your friends in the comments in the video. And that is how your name will be entered in. For a chance to get some Apple AirPods. And then next week we'll probably give away a pair of shoes. Uh, and then I'm just going to give away something like every week until Christmas. So you got a couple chances. You got like four or five chances to get yourself a Christmas present from yours truly. Alright, let me hop back on here. Praise God. John Stafford said we had 200 people blessed from our turkey and coat giveaway tonight. God is good. That's amazing, John. John, I'm, I'm increasingly impressed by your faithfulness and how God's moving in your life. I've been so blessed to, to see you so into this ministry and to watch every time that John Stafford is a, is a man of God. He's had results every time. 
every time that you've sown into the ministry, you've shot me a message about amazing things that God's done in your life. So I'm very blessed to hear God moving on behalf of your faith. All right, well, before we say goodnight, one last chance. Anybody that wants to help to feed a thousand kids this Christmas, we're very moved by it. If you become a monthly partner today, send you the book. We'll get you plugged into our Zoom calls. And don't forget your opportunity to get yourself a Christmas present. Pure Heart Apparel said, Sowed my seed too and pray for God's increase in my prayer life and hungry for his presence. Amen. God bless you, Pure Heart Apparel. Thank you for your financial sowing. We love you so much. We're so blessed by every person's giving on here. If you've given in the past or maybe you've given tonight, I love you for it and I thank you for it. We're so very grateful. And just so you're aware, I've got my buddy Cade who is going to be uh, contacting you very shortly. And we're going to be getting everybody's mailing address so that I can send you a very special gift if you've given to the ministry. So I'm blessed by you and I love you very much. Well, let me pray for you one more time before we say goodnight. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I plead the blood of Jesus over every person that's watching right now. Let their life be established on your word. Reveal your word to the eyes of their hearts tonight. Enlighten them. Give them a spirit of revelation and of wisdom that they can walk out the fullness that is of Christ that will dwell in them according to your word. Empower them. Give them grace. Let them sleep like babies tonight and let them wake up tomorrow ready to advance the kingdom of God. In Jesus' mighty name. I love you, everybody. Tomorrow night will be on at 8 p.m. because I will be doing a podcast with a very special uh, young woman at 7 p.m. So we'll be going an hour later tomorrow night at 8 p.m. But don't miss tomorrow night. Join me tomorrow night at 8 p.m. We're going to cover part two of how to get faith. How to increase faith. How to move in your faith. In Jesus' mighty name. If you're watching this right now, don't forget, share this on your Instagram story. Tag me in it. Tag three of your friends and get an opportunity to win some AirPods. Adios, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow night. God bless you, everybody.